You're waking up with Chris Lawrence. Aloha and welcome to the Chris Cast. My name is Chris Lawrence. I promise there will be no more beatboxing. Thanks for hitting play, yo. Appreciate it. Preach, 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 appreciate it. Maybe I should work on a kid's show. I tend to like to break into song a lot. I've been watching a lot of New Girl, and that may be it as well. <laughs> Although I think it's inherent. It is Movember, yeah? Movember. And uh, I thought it was a good idea as a dad and as a man to do an episode and dedicate uh, a Chris Cast to Movember. We will have a special guest coming on the show in about five minutes. And I'm going to make a donation to Movember in your name. I'll tell you how I'm going to do that at the end of the Chris Cast. Today on the Chris Cast, how's your nuggets, buddy? It's 2018, guys. It's time to start talking about our physical and mental health and breaking down the stigmas. There's no reason for us to feel weird about it. Our female counterparts do it very well, and it's time for us to step up our game. It's Movember on the Chris Cast. Are you ready? Let's go. I've always been a huge proponent of health. As far back as my early teens, I started working out. I started hitting the gym with my buddies, which was good because I'm a small guy. And if I didn't, I would have been steamrolled by, you know, a tumbleweed coming down the road. So I hit the gym quite early and then started focusing on uh, on diet and fitness and not just pure vanity. You know, in, in my 20s, I started trying to eat better. I was a vegetarian for one year. And by that, I mean, I just ate starches. I was the most uneducated vegetarian you've ever met in your life. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a vegetarian. going to lose some weight. Get ripped. <laughs> I gained weight because all I did was eat bagels. We'll save that for another day. True story though. So yeah, there's always, there's been a constant theme of uh, of you know health and wellness. That said, I've had some struggles with physical illness as well as some mental health issues, uh, as most of us have, whether or not we're willing to admit it and ask for some help. Uh, the physical illness actually started when I was eight, and I, I debated whether or not to share the story because it's kind of gross. But you know what? Hey, got to be transparent because maybe there's somebody out there that has had the same thing. So when I was eight years old, uh, I had a month-long period of not having a bowel movement. Think about that for a second. A month-long period. No poo-poo. So by the time it erupted, it was pretty bad. And it's funny, I don't remember much from my early childhood, but I remember that night when it erupted because, well, my grandmother was living close by and she tried to give me an enema. (laughs) So I was mortified as an eight-year-old boy that my grandmother was giving me an enema in my house. I think she was a nurse at one point in her life. And it didn't work, and I was in excruciating pain, so they rushed me to the ER. Basically, in the, in a nutshell, the doctor said that when they cut me open, they actually cut me open in two places because they thought it was my appendix. Yeah, so I have two scars. Uh, it wasn't my appendix, but they said that my my bowel had wrapped around my intestine, or it might have been my intestine had wrapped around my bowel. Again, I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV. And they said that when they cut, whatever it was they cut, everything just squirted out blue all over the operating room. True story, gross, I know, but the point being, I could have died from septic shock, and I think I was probably close to it. So that moment stayed with me, and I had to learn to walk again because, you know, I was in the hospital for, I think, like a month. So health has always been a kind of important thing. You know, when your bowels all explode all over somebody's operating table, as an eight-year-old, you're like, what was I doing wrong? Was I eating too much cheese? I can joke now, but I certainly wouldn't want anyone to go through that. So now that I'm a dad, my son's 16, I've always tried to, you know, (laughs) feed him relatively healthy. (laughs) You know, even though my wife is giving him like Captain Crunch and Cocoa Puffs and Sugar Smacks, I'm trying to give him kale shakes. Again, I'm not that dad. I mean, I'm still still down with the cheeseburger and fries every other Friday. You know what I'm saying? Okay, every Friday, if I'm being really honest. And, you know, 
I never say no to ordering a pizza. So I'm not that dad, but I do try to balance it with, you know, the kale shakes and the, and the crap. Crap seems to be a theme in this podcast. So we're talking about men's health and uh, not just the physical health, mental health, right? Because it's important. And I think as guys, it's not something that, you know, we're, we're conditioned. A lot of us were raised to do, but I like to think that I am doing that with my own son. Um, you know, whether it be the physical health or the mental health, there's a really open dialogue, probably too much for his liking. I'm definitely, you know, trying to be that dad that says, Hey, you know, you okay. You know, teenage boys don't want to be like, yeah, dad, I have a really crippling headache or I really don't know what's going on with me right now. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I get it. You know, I remember what it was like to be 16. I was like, peace. I'm good. But as parents, that's our job, right? I mean, Especially when you're raising boys, we need to raise good sons. We need to raise boys so that they're comfortable with talking about stuff. So, you know, checking in and, you know, is everything okay? You know, how's your life? How's, you know, how are you feeling, you know? And again, as guys, you know, and especially, you know, when you're younger, you know, hard to get a teenage boy to tell you that he feels depressed or he feels down or, you know, he's feeling kind of dark or whatever, but you got to ask. It's our job as parents to have that conversation as hard as it would be. It's just like when you have the talk. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes. I know you can't see it, but, you know, they don't want to do it. And, you know, a lot of dads don't want to do it, but you just got to do it. I don't mind personally. I'm a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to have that talk. You've got to, and you've got to not just the talk, but, you know, the talk about mental health. Let them know, hey, it's okay. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, would you be ashamed to say that you have asthma? Would you be ashamed to say that you can't go to the, well, maybe some people would be ashamed to say they haven't gone to the washroom for a month like I did. So what? We're all people. We all experience the same things. We all have the same problems. When you really just back it up a bit and you dial it back and you go, why am I, why do I care? Why do I care? You know, oh, I'm going to feel weird to say that. Yeah, you might feel weird in the moment, but just get it out. Tell somebody, whatever that thing might be. Because we're all people, we all have, you know, we all have constipation. We all, probably a lot of us or most of us are going to experience some mental health issues at some point in our life. You know, hopefully you don't, hopefully you're not that person. Maybe you're one of the lucky ones and that's great. But most people I think will, there's not, the stats are showing that most people will. If we're speaking of mental health, it's a little dark, but again, we have to, it's, it's worth putting it out there. Suicide deaths affect almost all age groups. But those aged 40 to 59 had the highest rates. The suicide rate for males is three times higher than the rate for females. So it's important that we're having these conversations. It's important that we're talking about it more than ever. And the folks at Movember across North America are really the ones leading the charge in men's health and uh, are really raising awareness, raising money. And people are having fun doing it, growing those big old bushy mustaches that the ladies, well, ladies, you know you love the big bushy mustaches, right? For the month of November. I almost think that it should come back as a style statement. I think it's time. I think it's time for the stash. I tried it last year. Everyone was like, what, what are you doing? It's not November. It's July. Why do you have a big burly mustache? And I was like, because I'm a big burly guy. And speaking of big burly guys and Movember, it's time to introduce a guy who knows uh, who knows everything about it. He's a 12-year Mobro, if I'm not mistaken. And if my research has served me, he's raised over $20,000 since 2007. Mike Malloy, good morning. Thanks for coming on the on the Chris Cast. Good morning, Chris. How you been? Good, man. Good, good, good. So how, how are my stats? How, are those correct? Yeah, I think you're you're pretty much bang on there. I don't I haven't I haven't really tracked my total uh funds raised, but that wouldn't really surprise me to be honest with you. But yeah, definitely twelve years twelve years going. Most years I, I hit the, the platinum club which is raising over a thousand dollars just uh, personally. 
Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a bigger cause than just the, the money I raise. Of course, yeah. Absolutely. So, Mike, what uh, if you don't mind me asking, what like what is your title within the Movember project as a whole? Well, I'm part of the Halifax Movember committee, I guess, which is where we're sort of community liaisons um, for Movember Canada. So when when people want to talk to somebody or people need um, you know some some Movember representation here in here in the Maritimes, they uh, they call upon us and. We're just as likely as anybody to come out to your event or uh, throw some some posters and swag your way. Whatever you need from Movember. So, Mike, how did you get involved in Movember initially, like originally back, was it 2007? Yeah, it was. It was 2007 that I got involved. Even before that, a friend of mine had spent some time in Australia and had still had some contacts there and said, oh, man, the Australians are doing this crazy thing for men's health. You should totally do it. And uh, that particular year was about halfway through November. So I, that was like 2006. So I didn't get on it then, but I said to myself, you know what, next year I'm doing this for sure. And 2007 rolled around. I, I, uh, I researched it. I signed up online, uh, just kind of on the international site. And I, I, I called uh, the Prostate Cancer Research Foundation in Toronto and said, hey, I'm growing out here for November. You guys, do you guys have anything? And they said, what? You're growing? That's, that's amazing. Cool. And, uh, after that, it really the ball really got rolling in Canada. It's become such a huge global phenomenon now. It really has, hasn't it? And I mean, I think it's it's more timely than ever. And I think uh, in large part due to you folks at Movember, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like men are starting to really open up in terms of talking about not only their, their health, their physical health, but their mental health. This, it's becoming destigmatized, I think. Would you agree with that? I would definitely agree that, uh, you know, we're destigmatizing mental health. Um, and I think, I, I don't know whether it's just Movember, um, Certainly, Movember has brought to light the fact that mental health issues in men are something that are not talked about, potentially even, you know, in, in greater numbers or it's a greater problem than it is um, for women, because I know women tend to, women tend to share with each other. They're sharers, to, yeah. To bottle things up. Yeah, we're inherently, we're just, we're, we're not sharers. And I, I you know, I, I touched on this earlier that uh, I, I'm a dad and I know you're a dad and you've got some sons. I've got one son. And, you know, I wasn't raised that way, but I'm definitely raising my son to be like, look, I get that it's hard. I get that it's not always comfortable to talk about it, but we have to, we can't, you can't keep it inside. That's right. And it's not just, it's not just mental, it's physical health too. You know, you feel like, you know, especially with young boys, you know, they, their bodies are changing and, you know, I got, I have two teenage sons right now and their bodies are changing and, you know, I look at them and I'm like, man, like, do you have questions about like what's going on with you right now? Is, you know, is, is everything okay down there? You know those kinds of things. Yeah, and sometimes they don't know that they should be asking about stuff. Sometimes they're like, they're kind of, they're sort of feeling it out the same way that grown men do. They're just like, well, you know, I don't know what that pain is or yeah. what that lump is, but you know, if it doesn't go away in six months, I'm gonna, you know, think about having it checked. Yeah, it's weird because you know, I'm I'm not a kid, and my wife says the same thing to me. Like, is everything okay down there? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it all be so. We should all be so lucky to have somebody ask if everything's going on. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, she usually says it with like a weird, strange look on her face and almost like, yeah, backing away. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so you've got your Movember campaign happening, your personal one, right? Or And you're on a team. Yeah, well, you know, we're a small team of, of fundraisers here and, and uh, you know, just friends and committee members and that kind of thing. So if you're part of a team, you can fundraise as a team and then it sort of, it gets split up amongst the people on your team or you can fundraise individually. 
it's just a way to you know get more support and, and more ideas going so that you can raise more money. Right. Okay. And so now let's get to the uh, let's get to the mustache part of it. How's your mustache? Because you're famous for saying that your yours doesn't come in as as uh, as what, what's the word as uh, well as manly as you'd like. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it definitely is not a it's not a fast growing mustache. I would I would say it's like a, a very fine sand paper right now. And you know, I think every year I I hope it's going to come in a little faster, a little thicker, a little bushier. It never does. Right. So with that, do you, have you ever given it a name? Like what you just described, I would say maybe you're at the light Sahara desert stage. Does that sound, is that fair? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For right. Sure. You could call it the light Sahara. That could be a name. And so that's where I'm going with this. Why don't we, I think we need to, we, we need to name our stashes. So I'm going to, I'm going to grow one this month in honor of you and in honor of, of this Chris cast of this podcast. So a couple of names and we're going to just throw them out there and, and see which one sticks for you. you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, how about the flavor saver stash? Do you like that one? The flavor saver. No, not for me. Okay. Unless it's like a milkshake. Okay. Dirty Sanchez stash. Yeah. Warmer. Getting warmer. Right. Okay. Ring around the rosy stash. Uh, yeah, I like the, that. the powdered, the, dirty. the powdered dirt donut stash. <laughs> and this one is my favorite. This is, and I don't know if you've heard this or not. It's the doitashimashite stash. So doitashimashite in Japanese means you're welcome. But if you say it really quick, Mike, doitashimashite. It's like, don't touch my mustache. <laughs> I like the international of that one. The international flavor, right? So that's yeah, that. Yeah. That's my name. You can choose any of those uh, for what you want. So, Mike, if people want to, uh, if people want to get involved, if people want to donate on a global level or you know on an international level, uh, where do they go? What do they do? Yeah, I mean, if you wanted, to, if you were looking for a place to donate, go to Movember.com, and you can you can make a, a donation right to Movember there or uh, I mean tap into your social media you know guaranteed somebody you know out there is fundraising somebody you know out there is hosting an event maybe seek those people out your first stop's always movember.com you can, like I said tap into your social media your Facebook your Twitter everything and and figure out who 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 you know that's that's growing and, and fundraising if, if people want to donate to you Mike if they want to get on your team and, and give you a donation how can they do that so they can go to mobro.co slash Mike Malloy that's awesome. You guys are doing really good stuff. I mean that sincerely. Every year, uh, it, it's it's raising awareness. I think the, you know, Movember and Men's Health in general are both becoming you know more popular. More people are becoming more aware, and uh, I think it's great stuff. So so thank you very much for everything that you're doing, and uh, and thanks for coming on the Chriscast. Thanks, Chris. Always appreciate the talk. Okay, it's time to put my money where my mouth is when it comes to Movember. So the first person to like and share the link to this Chriscast. Just share it on any social media platform you wish. Screenshot it, so I know you did it. Send me an email, bookchris at gmail.com. I'm going to make a $20 donation in your name till Movember. The second person that does the same thing, I'm going to make a $10 donation in your name to Movember. And the third person that does the same thing, I'm going to make a $5 donation in your name. All right, you got to screenshot it. Send it to bookchris at gmail.com. And I'll reply to you showing you that I made a donation in your name. Plus, we're going to throw in a sweet little Movember swag bag. Thanks to Mike Malloy and the good folks at Movember. Movember's a great cause. It's for men's health. Let's do our part. My name is Chris Lawrence. Thanks for listening to the Chris Cast. Be good to yourself. Remember, kindness is the new gangster. Aloha.